the passage I'd like to read with you is in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. It is a book, there's a very small book named Habakkuk. Uh, I'm from Brazil, in Portuguese, it's, in Portuguese it's Habakkuk. In English it's Habakkuk. It's almost the same, but it's a blessing. Uh, it's one of my favorite books in the Old Testament. It's small, but uh, always that I read this book, I see uh, life application in the text. All the Bible is life application in our lives. I have this Bible, study Bible. It's a life application study Bible. It's a very good one. I bought this here in the here. It is amazing because uh, I don't know you, if you had a kind of uh, New Year resolution to read all the Bible in 2021, it's very good. It is a good investment in your life. I have many uh, Bibles in my home. I think over 50 stud Bibles. This one is the one I like the most because it's very practical. It is really life application stud Bible. So all the Bible is life application. But this book, what we are going to read today, not of, all of them, all, all, all the, 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 the chapters, but part of this, this book of Habakkuk, we see the prophet coming to the presence of the Lord with uh, concerns. He wasn't happy. He was troubled with the situation of his country. When we read the first verse and when we read the last verse in the chapter 3, we see a clear inside-out transformation. So my prayer today, this evening, is that, that after this message, not because of me, but because the Word of God you can see an uh, inside-out inside transformation in yourself. Hope, renewed hope, joy, the assurance that your future is in God's hand in the name of Jesus Christ. So let's go. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. The oracle that Habakkuk the prophet received. How long, O Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong, destruction, violence are before me? There is strife and conflicts abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked hand in the righteous so that justice is perverted. Verse 5 is God's answer for Habakkuk. We are going to read just the verse 5 now. Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even when someone tell you. Amen? How many of you believe that God's going to do something that uh, you would be utterly Amazed in the name of Jesus Christ. So, I don't know, probably you have found yourself thinking, is God seeing it? Is God seeing what's happening? Look this, look that. We see a lot of things going on in society. Sometimes we see in society, sometimes we see in our personal lives. We see things happening and, and start to wonder, is God seeing? Lord, how are you seeing what's happening in that? Have you seen, have you, have you seen, Lord, good people suffering? Have you seen, Lord, what's going on? And the, 
the prophet Habakkuk, he started to, to ask God, how long, O Lord? How long must I call for help? But you do not listen. He was very sincere. He was, he was very honest in the presence of the Lord. I don't know about you. If some, sometimes in your life, you felt like uh, the things you were living, no sense. What's going on? It's, we cannot explain. We cannot find proper answers for the things that we are facing. We see things and we, we try to ask, to, to find an answer. People asking us, oh, you are a believer, you are a Christian. What about this? What about that? And sometimes we have no answer to give because God called us to live by faith. Sometimes we do not have the, all the answer that we would like to have. And this time, sometimes we, 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 we are fine because I, I don't know the answer, but I'm fine. But sometimes we are troubled. Sometimes we are concerned about the situation in our lives. And we can come to the presence of the Lord with open heart, in honesty, and say to the Lord, Lord, I'm not happy today. I'm not happy right now. It's not a sin to say to the Lord, I'm not happy. I'm not understanding things happening before my eyes. Why this? Why that? I think it's not a sin. We can be open. It's better to be honest before the Lord. It's better than to try to simulate that you, that you are very spiritual. Because sometimes, I don't know you, sometimes I'm not very spiritual. <laughs> I don't know about you. Sometimes I'm not very spiritual. I would love to be always very spiritual. You know, but sometimes I'm not very spiritual. Sometimes my heart is in pain. Sometimes I'm, confu I'm confused. And I go to the, to the presence of the Lord. And I can open my heart before him and say to him, Lord, it is my real me. People can, see to, can, can look to me and say, oh, he is good. He is fine. But just God knows what each one of us is carrying on in our personal lives. And we can come to the presence of the Lord, open our hearts to him, and wait, because a powerful inside-out transformation will take place in your life. Before I start to develop my sermon, let's read the few last verse in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. We saw how the book started. Now let's read how the book finished. Verse 17, 18, and 19. The word of God says, Though the fig tree doesn't bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crops fail, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, and there are no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like a feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. Hallelujah. The same person. It is, it is amazing. I don't know about you, friends. I don't know about you watching me in the internet. But when you read the first verse and you see his condition, complain, questioning God. But when God spoke with him, there was a transformation inside of his heart. And then he finished 
saying, doesn't matter my situation. One thing I know, I will rejoice in my Lord because he is faithful. I don't know how you come here tonight. I don't know how you are watching me in, in the internet. But one thing I know, God has power to change your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Powerful things happen when we seek God with honest and intensity. Honest and intensity. We need to be very careful with our spiritual life. Mainly if you are in the church for many years. It is very easy to become a kind of, okay, it is like what it is. I have to accept. And then our prayer life is like, oh no, God, you know, you do whatever you want to do. And uh, there is no intensity. There is no honesty. Lord, I'm not happy. I'd like to be in another condition today. I'm not ungrateful. I'm not saying I'm not praise the Lord for everything that, that he has done in my life. I'm not where I used to be. I'm not where I would like to be, but I'm not in the place where I was before. God has done great things in our life in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God, the word of God says to us, when we seek the Lord with all our heart, all our heart. If you read with me, Jeremiah 29, verse 13, just one verse. If you don't want to open your Bible, no problem. I read it for you. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Amen. There is a difference in a kind of complacence, complacent prayer. Oh, Lord, it's my situation. If you want to, to change, you change. If you know what I used to do, I used to live like this. No, never mind. But when you are intense in the presence of the Lord, I, I, my, my wife is here too, with me and my daughter with me, the, the youngest. She's, it's, it's, tomorrow is her birthday. This morning, I was saying to my daughter, to this morning, If she takes her persistence when she wants something from me and she trans transfers this persistence for her relationship with God, she will be an amazing woman of God. Because when she wants something, Jesus Christ. Dad, 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 dad. I bo we both are present for her a couple of weeks ago. And she started two, three weeks ago. Can I have my present now? No, no, just your birthday. Can I have my present now? No, no, no. Just in your birthday. <laughs> Every day, morning, afternoon, evening. She's not going to school because she's studying online at home. So every time I met her, Dad, can I have, can I have my present before? So finally we gave yesterday for her, two days before, you know. So sometimes God is waiting for us. To be intense, to be intentional, to be in his presence and say, Lord, I have issues. Lord, I have things in my heart. I want to tell you my issues. I want to tell you what's in my heart. And I let you know one thing. You will not go home in the same way you come here. You will not go your, to your house the same way you come here tonight. Because God is powerful to change our life. If you're watching at your home, doesn't matter. <laughs> God can change your life before you finish your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. But the thing is, 
friends. Sometimes we are like Thomas. You know the Thomas, the apostle? Jesus was, Jesus was, Jesus was arise again. And he appeared for his disciples. But Thomas wasn't there. Then when he came, the disciples told Thomas, Thomas, Jesus appeared for us. And the answer of Thomas was what? I don't believe. The only way for me to believe is I put my finger in his hand, in his sight, then I will believe. One week later, Jesus appeared again. And then guess what? The first person Jesus spoke was Thomas. Hi, Thomas. And Thomas said, oh, Jesus, my Lord. Oh, now you are seeing me and you believe. But what God, Jesus says, this is in John 20, 20, verse 24 to 29. Because you have seen me, you believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Sometimes we are not seeing things change. But we still believe in God because he is powerful. He has his own time to do the things he has prepared for our lives. So first thing, Habakkuk. Open his heart to the Lord. He opened his heart. And he said to the Lord, Lord, what's going on? What a mess. I'm from Brazil, guys. You know, you complain about UK. <laughs> you know nothing. You complain about the, politics, the politicians here. Go to Brazil. I had a hope. When start this pandemic, I thought, now maybe the Brazilian politicians will behave in a, in a better way. <laughs> I was wrong. They are using the pandemic for their games. Then if you see the situation, you lose your heart because you say, oh, if even coronavirus wasn't enough for this guy to take things serious, what's the hope? My hope is in the Lord because he can do things that uh, I have no idea what he can do. The second thing that's happened, when Habakkuk opened his heart to the Lord, we see in verse 5, the God, the answers that God gave to Habakkuk. Look at the nations and watch. Verse 5. And be utterly amazed, for I'm going to do something in your days. In your days. Amen. Receive this word. In your days that you would not believe it. Even if you were told. God has ways. His thoughts. His thoughts. His ways. Is higher than our, our ways. He has plans that goes beyond our understand. Understand this, please. Some things, sometimes God is doing things in our lives that we cannot understand fully. It's the reason we walk with Jesus by faith. Sometimes we come into his presence with anxiety, with confusion, fear. Pastor Scott was saying, saying about something about you, 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 sometimes you are concerned about your future. Sometimes we, are, you, we, we feel heavy, you know, not because of your body weight. You feel heavy because your heart is heavy. Your, your emotion is heavy. You come to the Lord, you try to pray, and sometimes our prayer is like, a, you know, just a groaning, like, you know, doesn't flow. But God knows your heart. And always we can come to his presence with assurance in our heart, he will listen to my prayer and bring transformation from inside out. There is a passage in Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, 
chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Very well known. We know a lot of things. We can know. I don't, I'm, I'm, assume, I'm assuming that most of us, we know very well the, the, the Bible. To know is important. But if I know something, it do, it do not apply what I know in my life. What's the point? You just know, but you do not apply. There are a lot of things we can know. You know, but if you do not apply in your life, what's the point? So Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30 says, Come to me, O you who are weary and burned, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hallelujah. Amen. We come to the presence of the Lord and he restores our hearts. But God always gives to us the answer. The answer sometimes is amazing. Sometimes it is what we are not expecting to list. I remember last time I preached here two, two, two weeks ago. I was preaching about Acts chapter 1, verse 4 to 8, if I'm not wrong. In verse 6, we see the disciples. Jesus, is that the time you are going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And the answer of Jesus was amazing. Jesus answered, there is times that's not up to you to know. But God has his own time to do his thing. Meanwhile, you are going to be filled of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes... He, God didn't give, give to us the answer that we are waiting for. But I can assure you one thing. His ways is better than our ways. Even if, even if you are waiting for, for him to do the things that you are, you are expecting. If it did, do not happen, if it didn't happen the way you were waiting, do not worry. Because God's ways is better than our ways in the name of Jesus Christ. Then when Habakkuk took, received that uh, answer from God, and he started to complain, I, I'm not trying to, 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 to go all the book of uh, Habakkuk, just trying to use some points to our lives. So it is the point. I, I didn't come here to study all the, 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 the book of Habakkuk, it's not my intention. My intention is to show you one person come to the presence of the Lord in a condition, hungry, hungry, sad, distressed, and then after he was joyful. He was full of hope. And my intention, the thing that God put in my heart was exactly like this. There is transformation for my people. Inside out transformation. We want to see, to believe. But Jesus teach us, first of all, you believe. And if you believe, you are going to see the glory of God in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. It was the reason I used uh, Thomas as an example. But let's go. Third thing. Habakkuk took, took a decision. After God answered for him, he took a decision. And his decision, if you go back to Habakkuk chapter 2 now, just the verse 1. His decision was very simple. He said, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see 
what he will say, what he will say to me, and what answer I'm going to, he's going to give to my, my complaint. So he took a decision. My decision, his decision was, I will stand on my watch and station myself on the ramparts. In other tra translation, I will take my stand and my watch post and station myself on the tower. It's time, people of God, to be alert, to be vigilant. It's time to be prepared, spiritually speaking. Even though if you are praying and you look like nothing's changed, you think nothing changed, but God is working. Right now he's working. He's operating my life. He's operating your life. You have no idea how the spiritual realm is working right now. A lot of things are taking place in this moment. A lot of things are taking place in this season that we are living on. And we need to be alert. We need to open our spiritual eyes because God is doing amazing things. The enemy is furious. Yes. The enemy wants to destroy. He wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants to do whatever he wants to do. But bigger is the one who is in me than the one who is in the world. If the enemy is full of uh, uh, wrath, full of uh, hunger, whatever. I know one thing, my life is in God's hand. It's time to consecrate yourself, to listen what the Holy Spirit wants to say to you. Sometimes we are under a lot of stress. We have a busy life in this country, very busy life. And sometimes it's very easy to be spiritually do, spiritually insensitive. The Holy Spirit wants to say things for us, but we are so busy. We are so busy doing a lot of things and we cannot hear. And here he says some things very interesting. I will look to see what he will say to me. Every time I, listen, I read this, it's a very interesting observation. I want to see what God is going to say. It's not, I want to hear what's going to say, God is going to, will say. I want to see what God wants to say. So I can see the things that God is showing me. If I'm sensitive to the Holy Spirit, I watch in a movie and the Holy Spirit can speak to me through the movie. I'm in the conversation, sometimes I, I'm really blessed through, through very simple conversation. The people are speaking and uh, things is happening before my eyes. Then I start to see, look, God is speaking to me in the things I am saying. A couple of weeks ago, I think one week ago, God spoke to me something about uh, broke, vicious, vicious cycles. You know, things that uh, happen over and over and over again. Then sometimes it's a kind of vicious thing because you see that's happening all the time. Then I, I start to pray about that. Then I see happening in the same week I was praying, I saw a kind of cycle start to, trying to start in my life again. But the Holy Spirit told me some things, I'm doing no, new things in your life, Marcella. But the new things I'm doing in your life, you need to take other positions in your life. You need to behave in a different way in such, such things. Because this way, the enemy sometimes he finds a space to, to bring confusion. Then you need to take a position. 
Because the Holy Spirit spoke to me like this. Then I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit, God, will say things to you. Maybe you are going to hear him. Maybe you are going to see when you are reading your Bible. Maybe God is going to show you things before your eyes. Be open because God, because God is doing great things in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then God answered again to Habakkuk. Verse 3. Verse, verse 2 and 3. Then the, Habakkuk 2, verse 2 and 3. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, on that a herald may run with it. For the Pay attention, verse 3. For the revelation waits an appointed time. It speaks of the end. And I will not, and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Sometimes, friends, sometimes we wait for, we need to wait for the fulfillment of the promise for our lives. Sometimes it's just a matter of time. Probably you come to the church or you watch a, um, a message on the internet. Many times the message is wait, be perseverance, steadfast, don't give up. But sometimes you need to wait for the time of the Lord. Patient, perseverance. You have to wait for the time of the Lord. I remember once, my friends, it's a very personal, maybe it's a testimony. Maybe it's going to help someone here. It was back in 1999. I was 28. I, uh, I got married with Fabiana in October 1998. Fabiana was just 19 years old. She was about to turn 20. Can you imagine 20 years old? The same age of my oldest daughter. Then we, we were living in Recife. Then uh, I was there as a, as a pastor, as a bishop. Then another bishop came to the seat. And the guy was older than me. It was a blessing for me because uh, I told Fabiana, Fabiana, you are so young, I'm so young. These guys, they are older than us. We can learn a lot with them. But for some reason, friends, these guys, this guy, I don't know if the, I think he, he hates me. He hates me. Every time he spoke with me was uh, negative. Every time. Not, I could do 100 things right. If I did one wrong, I was done. <laughs> was necessary. Then one day, this guy humiliated me so much. I'm telling you, it was inside of a church. Unfortunately, sometimes some church, we see things that are not very nice. Not here, because he's a blessed church in the name of Jesus. But where I come from, in Brazil, this guy humiliated me. And guess what? A guy like me, I'm not a sensitive guy. I'm, I'm struggling to give another face. If a guy comes from against me, normally, <laughs> you know, never mind. You know, this guy humiliated me so much. Believe you or not, I start to cry in front of him like a kid. <laughs> then I went to the toilet. To cry in the toilet like a little girl. Jesus. You start to cry and go to the toilet to cry. 
Then I told to God, God, I will take Fabiana and I go to the airport and I will leave him. I'm quit right now. Enough for me. This guy is humiliating me so much. And Holy Spirit told me, you are not leaving. You go there and do whatever he asks you to do. Submit yourself to him. I will deal with you and I will deal with him. Then I was there. Everything. That day was a big service like there was. There were crowd of uh, 600, 700 people. And that guy asked a lot of things to do. I was, like Scott, do a lot of things here for calling. In that time, I, I, I used to do a lot of things for this guy. But this guy just bang, bang, bang. Then I start to cry, and this guy, and this guy told me, do this, do that. And I was there. <laughs> you know, it was awful. When the service finished, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I'm just telling you a very personal thing because sometimes you think the pastor are saying things like this because he doesn't know what I'm going through. And you have no idea what I have been through as well. So, you know, but we have the same God, you know. So when the service finished, one late, elderly late, she came, it was a big saloon, and the late came, I didn't know that late. And she came to me. She held very strong in my arm. And she said to me, Marcelo, pastor, listen to me. God is saying everything. He knows what you are going through. Honor him. Submit yourself to the Lord. In the right time, he's going to honor you. Do not do the things in your own way. Believe in God. Let God be God in your life. And I tell you, it took three months. But after three months, God gave me the deliverance. God took that guy, bless him. You know, I don't know if he speaks English. Can, I will never say the name of him, you know. But one thing I know, after that, the church growth explodes. We, we had five serfs in that church. Eight, ten. Three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock. Every service with minimum 700 people. Monday evening, food, the church was packed. Tuesday evening, you got there half an hour before the service, you couldn't find place to sit. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, Fabiano with 20 years of age, 300, 400 legs every uh, Wednesday, three o'clock in the, in the afternoon. God did, but I... Thank God, because I was about to do things my way. But I accept that sometimes we need to submit ourselves. We need to, to, to say to the Lord, okay, Lord, I will humble myself before you. I'd like to quit. I'd like to leave. But then God said to me, stay. I will honor you. And God honor me. And I want to tell you, maybe what you are going on right now, maybe you don't know what's going on. But God has everything in control. The righteous live by faith. God is going to put a new song in your mouth in the name of Jesus Christ. God is going to transform you in, from inside out. Do not allow the enemy put any kind of doubt or question regarding the faithfulness of our God because he is Faithful, forever faithful in the name of Jesus Christ. God wants to put in your heart a new song, a new hope, because he is in control of everything in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you before I finish. 
I want to pray for you. Maybe you come here, maybe you're watching me in the internet with your heart heavy. Maybe you have a lot of questions, a lot of things that is in your heart and you cannot find answers. Seek God with honesty and intensity. Seek Him. Spend time in His presence. Don't worry about the words. Don't worry if you feel very spiritual or not. Because we see in the Bible many people that was, they were in distress. They were in anguish. But he, they came to the presence of the Lord. And God changed their lives. And God will change your life in the name of Jesus Christ.